0: So we get comments sometimes, haven't we? Like, oh, flashy video and stuff in like that. We're like, oh, wow, that video you just And cost like four hundred pounds or three hundred pounds. Not even that. Do you know what I mean? And that was because it's not. People assume things about bands, but they don't actually know that what bands have to put in before mm. they even make a penny. So
1: um, I feel that. Yeah. Do you think there's a? Do you think that's a stereotype that the bigger your, your name as an as a act gets, the more expectations people have? <laughs> killerkellerofficial.com THTC, the UK's leading ethical streetwear label. Organically grown and ethically built garments from hemp, organic cotton and other sustainable materials. 2019 is their 20th anniversary year. Join me with THTC as a Killer Killerkeller podcast sponsor celebrating music, social activism, hemp and street culture. THTC, eco-fashion redefined since 1999. <laughs> Beatbox created. <Killer> <laughs> We need to talk about world music and street culture. Killer Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Killer Podcast, live and direct, central, London as central as you could be, should be, or even want to be, especially this time of, uh, of our lives. Um, big shout out to Graffiti Kings inside the place. Of course, we're doing this internationally via Zoom, and why not? The technology is here, the appliance of science. I go by the name of Killer Keller and on the other end we have two fine dimes, man. Georgia Amy from the Nova Twins. What are we saying, girls? We yes. have <laughs> <laughs> that was quite an intro. Muck <laughs> about. Hey, I don't mince my worms. Where are you guys? Where are you?
2: We're actually in Hastings at the moment, but we're from London and Essex.
1: I know Hastings. I know Hastings reasonably well. My granddad was from Hastings, so I've got oh, a. Really? Yeah, I got a rough nice. geographical there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being a being a Sussex boy. Yeah. Heart, so I we're see. So now, but we're we're you know
2: London Essex girls
1: at heart. Ah, uh, gotcha. This is all coming together now. I see. So you're in the same area, but you're not in the same houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yet. This is, okay, so this is this is where we just get started. Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who don't know about the Nova Twins, all right, this is a duo that is, is comprising of bass, guitarists, drums, uh, but dynamically duo, the two girls have been coming hard and heavy for a, for a long time, man. I think I got whispers of, like, your names. <gasps> well, I'm, you know, I'm pushing, like, two, three years ago, maybe more. Maybe more when I was doing some circuits with my dem band, and then... And then Bob Villain mentioned you. Uh, Mummy mentioned you. Slobheads have mentioned you. Like, But you guys seem to be like of ahead of a certain time. You like before the new kind of punk rush. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: we've been a band for quite a long, actually. We've You know, we've been a band for like six years um, more. So we've always just been doing our thing, playing like punk gigs, punk shows. And then eventually it just kind of we just grew on the live circuit, basically, on the punk scene. And we just kind of came up and then started playing in Europe and then other countries as well, um, went to America. And, and then, yeah, so we've just been doing our thing, really. and just It's nice to see rock is starting to make a, a new surgence again. So I mm. feel like it's a good time for live music, for heavy music again. But um, it's just the same as always.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hear you, I hear you. It's, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because for... To fans like I'm a fan of that genre mm. T- to me it's like it's just another day but you know how these things have their ebbs and flows of like being mm. in the public eye and then drawing back again you know and it's it's one of those
0: 100 yeah
1: <laughs> what's your take what's your take on on it all as a as a whole because if mm. I mean prior to lockdown of course but like you were saying you were you were traveling a lot you were doing a lot of touring and we're not, we're, we're not just talking about the last few. I mean, you're talking everything from like Skunk and Nancy to, you know, you were you, you know, you were doing a lot of shows with loads of different acts and getting about what's what was the general vibe? What was the reaction to what you guys were doing?
2: I think um, we were, you know, we've been so lucky to have these amazing bands take us on Like we went on tour with Prophets of Rage a few times and Skunk and Nancy. So, you know, we were we were just so happy to be in their presence and like get advice from them and really them just showing us kind of the new gen the way because you know they're like the top of their games it was just nice to kind of feel like you know they kind of believed in that way too and you know (laughs) so it was awesome we had a lot of fun touring
1: yeah Profits of Rage are just insane you know Mm -hmm. that whole Mm -hmm. thing comes that, that that's like a zeitgeist in itself isn't it? it just rarely happens and then this thing is just like and couldn't be more apt for landing at the the right time of uh um, political consciousness
2: on my phone i actually got a notification saying three years today was when we did our first show with them which is just crazy all
1: right <laughs> <Time> i know <laughs> that 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 kind of reminder every t- Two, three years just spins me out. It's like sometimes you'll catch yourself saying something that you have absolutely no idea what you were talking about three years ago, and you're just like, Oh shit, what was, that? <laughs> yeah. what was I talking about? Yeah. Especially go back 10 years <laughs> or
0: something. Yeah. Oh my
2: God. Or it feels like yesterday, and you're just like, Did that really happen that long ago? So weird.
1: It 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 does my head in, and that, and this is the thing, especially with like as as a, a live act or an, or a performing artist or band, or even things like this, you're constantly t- having stuff thrown at you all the time. Like it does just merge into one big clusterfuck of mm. it's all just happening. Yeah, is- just yeah, everyone's
2: just always on the move. They're just trying to get to the next. Play, so you don't really have time to process sometimes so that's what's been nice about lockdown you actually can just stop and just really think about everything
1: yeah yeah you really do and writing becomes a a little less uh uh uh, of an urgency which one of you guys do you both write yeah you write songs together Mm. yeah you've definitely got a window of time where you can just create the gems and not feel like prohibited by I've got to be somewhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But time creeps up. It's like, I felt like that for the beginning where we were just writing because we thought, well, why not? We've got this time. There's nothing else to do. we in lockdown. Let's write. Mm. And then like, Oh, actually uh, let's start writing a bit more because we want to obviously release new music at some point. So, mm. so it's a kind of energy, but it's um, to how it was from the beginning of the year. But It's good, because we're not actually distracted much.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. Or,
2: like, exhausted, because, like, I feel for bands who had to record their second album, like, between tours and stuff, because it's, like, you're so knackered coming back anyway. It's just, like, how do you get the strength to then go and, like, write, record, (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah and you know what there's a lot of mechanics behind having like anything more than a three-piece band you you really are dealing with personalities temperaments measures like some people got kids some people haven't is anybody you know it's it's just it's just so hard to get especially like in a situation nowadays it's so hard to just pin everyone down and say hey look let's make a blocking record you know
0: we always say this we're really lucky there's just two of us how do people do it like in a four piece or a five piece because you have not everyone's going to agree so with us we're really lucky because generally we're like yes and if we disagree it's like well let's meet in the middle and then it's fine but how can you meet in the middle five people you can't
1: (laughs) it's impossible and I, I often think that particularly now with with technology being the way it is and like how people consume music I mean, we were talking about songwriting just for a second there, but how much time, how much involvement can you have in constructing something that has now slowly become, without sounding, without it meaning in any way crass, junk food. Do you know what I mean? It's... It's so passively it's people's soundtracks and stuff and how much how much how much I mean quality will go down, but how much time can you spend on it and how many arguments can you have with like three or four people at any given time, you know, about <laughs> how how it should sound.
2: Sometimes songs take a long time because I feel like with us we'll be writing something and then it might not sit right, but then we'll both know when we've found like the right formula for it. But we do definitely kind of spend time on it in general tweak it until we feel 100% happy because mm-hmm. so if we're not we're a bit like mm. mm-hmm. we just go off it so
1: yeah you can hear that in the t- integrity though I think that the difference between fast and slow it it really is quality and integrity isn't it mm-hmm. but
2: some great songs could be written in an hour it just depends yeah. <laughs> some people get lucky and it just comes quick <laughs> yeah true. it's true
1: it's true I, f- I, I do feel for the three to four to five band members I do, I really do feel for that moment. You know, the backline alone for something like that, you know, there used to be record labels for that shit. But now, even that's... even that's. Be- I mean, in, in the strength to you guys, I'm talking, you know, that you're able to, like, operate in such a micro way and the, this, the size of the songs and the grandioso in which you guys drop and, in, 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 you know, and explode with these songs is, you know, it's, it's credit it- to you, honestly.
0: But you'd think that, but live for us, I guess it's, obviously we have like, George has two amps, I have one, and we have our boards. But then because we don't have a drummer in our band and we have to actively hire a drummer, find a drummer who's available, we do have main drummers, but it depends who's free for them shows. And then it's like stress because you're like, who's free? Let's rehearse you up. And then, so... Is it, is it, he has his pros and cons, you know. Sometimes, you know, some bands, I guess to them, the bands who are the drummer, the guitarist, the bass player, they just show up if they're, you know,
2: fit mm. enough
0: to show up. And then for us, we have to, you know, we have to get our drummers in. So it's not every band has their pros and cons. Mm,
1: yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I, I it's, It's it's if it's not one side of the uh, the event, it's the other side, isn't it? It's the writing and the creating and the releasing is pretty straightforward. It's like two democratic decisions. But when it comes to when it comes to the live, yeah, I can imagine that's pretty tough. Like having to call in, like you know, one of three you may have on your phone that you've relied on for the last (laughs) six shows and then all of a sudden it's like oh man they have run it lizzie we're really close to the wire now we need to get this confirmed are we still gonna have to rehearse it yet yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) a lot of that stuff well i mean you know with every cloud at the moment like you say, it's a it's a case of creating and making music happen, isn't? You know how many how many songs are you envisaging in the next uh, well, at least this year to to uh, put pen to paper to. I mean, you you really do have like an inde- indefinite amount of time with with the way the world is at the moment. I
0: think we're just writing like we want to release an album soon, but you just never know when we were going to release it. Like you said, it is up to us we have time we don't know the state of the live industry at the moment and it sucks not being able to tour an album mm. that's what you work up to so yeah. i just think the options are open and i think we're just enjoying writing at the moment you know mm. it's fun it's actually fun this time around <laughs>
1: yeah i bet i bet i bet some people though i, I you know i spoke to a couple of people on po- podcast, and some of some of some of the whispers were of the like that there's this heightened expectation of delivering something because everybody else is writing in this time. You know, some people, I mean, a couple of people I've spoken to genuinely found it hard to kind of get to grasp the idea of a doing something in a room on their own and B having to, having to come up with something inspired within four walls. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it is tricky, especially when you are in like a four or five piece band, people might meet up, and hang out and write really just freely have a few drinks and write so yeah. people who are just they're sociable and they love just that's how they create because they just mm-hmm. in that environment so it is tricky for everyone you know
1: yeah it's true it's true so what's the inspirations what were your inspirations to begin with and still still is for that matter what inspires you to?
0: I think there's lots of different things I think it's uh personal experiences it's how we're feeling. This year was the weirdest year for a lot of people, for all of us, you know, in many different ways. And just because we were isolated doesn't mean things weren't still happening. It was was very real for a lot of people. And I think we've we've just been, we've had a political movement, Black Lives Matter, that's happened. We've had, you know, our own personal shit. So it's just all gone into the music. And I think we've just tried to take any kind of negativity and turn it into something positive with the writing and just keep on it and on our craft on our instruments and just you know enjoy it without any pressure of thinking oh who's going to listen to it or uh, it's just us trying to enjoy ourselves and have therapy for our music
1: (laughs) yeah for sure for sure musically what's out there at the moment that you're like buzzing to what's the what's the what's the latest that you're like yeah I fuck with them at the moment they're sick
2: obviously like the Bring Me record (laughs) so sick like when Ollie sent it, we were just literally
1: freaking out. It's so every song's just like a banger,
2: and that's sick, yeah, wicked. So happy to be on it, but the whole EP is just insane.
1: I'm not not sure if you're a fan of. Um, Does it offend you? Yeah, and and the Prodigy, and you know, I'm sure that I'm I'm. Going that Prodigy, down. I mean,
2: that's
1: it. <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 th- I feel like, I feel like there's a there's a definite bridge there, with. Uh, with the electronic side to what you guys are bringing to the punk aesthetic you know what i mean
2: yeah like we're so inspired by that kind of like ravey kind of music too where it just feels like that punch because i think our the wideness of our sound was inspired by us playing those at festivals because we loved the feeling of it sounded enormous and the way the crowd reacts we always thought about that when we write how we want to feel on stage and how we want people to connect with it and that kind of like mm. a party way as well because yeah.
1: it's just fun <laughs> yeah do you see do you see a lot of you know you know just taking those that that influence uh, it, as as quite a um that when you say prodigy that i mean we, we are talking extremely broad but because their influence is carrying all different de- decades of their of their work right mm. um and people are influenced by them so much i'm going with this do you do you feel that there's a presence in your stuff that you can see other people being inspired in the same way for the time that you've been doing music? Can you, can you, <laughs> can you guys seriously? Can you guys tell? Because I know, you know, it's it's been a minute, but there's definitely you were definitely ahead of the curve. Do you see other acts and you like, yeah, they kind of got there's a little bit of <laughs> there,
2: you know. No
1: i don't know never asked to say people might might think so i don't know being modest here being modest but i tell you man like i can hear it you know when i when i heard you know so your early stuff especially you know there's you know and i don't know man there's an authenticity there just saying i just feel like there's an authenticity to what you guys doing and i remember just hearing your name back in the day you know um is it considered, I don't know, is it considered like a, a compliment when, when things, other people's music sounds slightly, indirectly sounding like you? I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: Um, I feel like... <laughs> this is a funny question. Sorry. I know. <laughs> yeah, it has to be a compliment, I guess, if they like, you know, respect us as well. But if it's just like, I don't know, but I guess it's a compliment.
0: It's, it's a compliment. Everyone, it's, it's nice if people take inspiration from you, but it's not cool. I hate it when bands take inspiration from other bands but don't actually give them the credit. Credit, Do you know yeah. I mean? If we're yeah. like, yeah, we love this band and this is what inspired us, be honest about it. I yeah, like the whole rip off thing.
2: The rip off thing, I can't stand. No, <laughs> that's not cool. We're, no. not, we're not talking necessarily just about us,
0: but Sometimes we can hear something. We'll be like, oh, that sounds a little bit, you know, like they're obviously being, yeah. they're like, this is my favourite band. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, that's why. Fun. But when they don't, it's like, mm, it's, it's weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? And you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's so in- obvious, isn't it? That you're yeah. just like, yo, just shout it. Just call it. <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. There's
0: nothing wrong with that. It's, oh, not, like any, it's not any so- art.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, and genre, genre-wise, as we were saying, it's 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 comes in. It comes in ebbs and flows how the media receive it. I was watching MTV Music Awards. I saw Young Blood and a couple of other people doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a Young Blood fan in a way. Like,
0: no,
1: he's cool. He's cool. But my Mm -hmm. only reservation, and I don't know it's because I'm an old head, but he kind of he kind of flits in different genres a little bit too uh, ad hoc. Sometimes I feel like it's great to just have a to be into a genre and just max it out, you know, in a in a kind of motorhead way. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I mean, just go hard, Ramones, go hard, do you the to the biggest and. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that?
2: But I feel like, you know, it's the new gen and we've grown up listening to so much different things, so mm. it just wouldn't make sense for someone to be so diehard in one genre. Because even look at Bring Me The Horizon, like, they started off in one genre, but they expanded and they do, you know, so many different things. I think that's what everyone needs and expects for new music to come out. Mm. Otherwise it'll just sound like the Ramones, it'll sound like people before
1: yeah and you, you don't want that neither because no. then it becomes basic plagiarism
2: yeah <laughs> exactly
0: and I think it's each to their own I, I just think I think we can bend the rules I think what's happened is we've kind of been brought up in this industry where they've put boxes and boundaries around so many artists, meaning that you don't get to even discover some really cool, amazing art because it's not allowed because it doesn't fit in them boxes. They're Mm. kind of in between the lines. So I think it's important to let people kind of experiment and grow and evolve and give them space to, because we all do that in every aspect of our day-to-day lives. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, again, touching on, what you said the question before when you was like what do you think of bands kind of copying other bands but it's another thing when you've got the underground who are experimental and this is where a lot of the mainstream go and find their inspiration from and i think that's where a big problem is because you'll start to see like the underground surge it will reflect on the So you'll see it on the emas you'll see it on all them kind of shows but no one's actually trying to look out for the people who are
1: actually doing it
0: actually doing it the real kind of deal and like all just independent venues that are like bringing up the new acts there's not enough like heart and love that goes into the underground I think it's so important and that's where everybody gets their inspiration from so I think that's where the credit is due Mm. um so yeah I just think you know
1: I'm really glad you I'm really glad you flagged that because sometimes I think to myself that that incubation period especially for developing acts like you know, it it always starts a little bit garagey and lofty, and a little bit well. Yeah, we, you need that. And then for someone to come and just like basically, uh, take those coordinates and plug it into another act mm. that they feel is more well refined. It's it's it's, it's essentially taking from the underground. Yeah, the, you know what I mean. That the, the 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 um the testing area they take mm. from the testing area. Yeah
2: they disregard like the hours and hard work that that person spent getting that whole vibe, aesthetic sound and everything. And they just literally just pick from it and just put it to someone that That's, not fit like that. And they just have it for one thing. And then, you know,
0: then they're done with it where it's, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a very real lifestyle for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's, it's, it's in the arts in general. You see it in painters, you see it in fashion you see it in, You see, you know, these underground kind of people come out and you're like, that's really, really cool. And suddenly you see a really big corporation using their prints or Mm. using their sound. And it's like, well, like I said, if you're giving the credit, all good. Because then you're actually giving back. You're helping that aspiring artist. But when you just take, when you've got so much already, it's Mm. a problem. Mm. So I I think it needs to be called out. And I just think artists, that's why we've been really lucky with people like... um, George was saying like, um, like Tom Morello and Skunkinazzi and Ollie and that because they're, these are people who we're really small in comparison to all these massive bands and they're people who are just been like cool, you know, like we're happy to band together because we believe that working with new acts is going to help the revival of mm-hmm. heavy music, live music mm-hmm. and there's so mm-hmm. many great acts we can name you so many and it's just like, well, why no one paying attention to these bands they're great mm-hmm. so um, yeah, I think we're just
1: Trying to, you know, keep, it moving. keep you. it moving. I'm with you. I'm with you. I but, think but
0: everyone, though, do you know what I mean? Because
1: there's so many great people out there. <laughs> yeah, but but um, you're right in there is, and I think this comes from a more mature approach with punk and rock and alternative, um, the alternative industry now because there was a heyday and at 90s with Blink 182, the Lincoln Parks, and even before <laughs> that, and I think there's some areas that have been learned where me coming from a, a hip hop world, well, you know, a more street culture world, there's a lot of junk food that kind of does just get, um, get plagiarized. And people think that because something is for free, they can just have it and it's theirs and they own. And they, they run with it. Yeah, I'm going to wear the Supreme top because he wore the Supreme top. Who who was the original supreme wearer? Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just like you know, it's a thankless offering. When when the alternative genres, they like you say, they cultivate. It feels like it feels like more so they cultivate. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just going back to some of the original like hybrids and where this the genre has gone and this generation now a lot of them were growing up on the lincoln parks weren't they they are going yeah. this kind of kind of blend of like rap and rock just i mean it was so it was captured so well at that at that time wasn't it
0: yeah it's it's, it's a tricky one isn't it really it is it's a lot of, it's quite there's a lot of um, things to unravel in within that whole rap and rock genre as well mm. you know because it, again it's yeah you don't know, it can get even political sometimes because when people do infuse that genre and again then you're suddenly te- you're looking at the hip-hop scene but you don't want to include them in the rock scene that's another problem you know mm. so it's 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 all like everything's on turning table at like balance tables at the moment you know everyone's kind of thinking, thinking moving forward we can do better because yeah. we've learned so much, especially this year. So I'm looking forward to seeing the outcome of
1: mm-hmm. how
0: people work together and kind of unify and include more people just because it's good, not because it looks like it's supposed to belong in this genre or that genre, just because we're open-minded.
1: Yeah, <laughs> for real. No, no, for real. Yeah, There is a, there is a, um, a, a heavy v- a value in both the... Sensibilities in in rock and the the sensibilities in rap. It's like you better come correct if you're doing both of them like that. You know what I mean? But technology, being the way it is, that's almost become the dictator of, like you say, this this kind of widespread genre crossing and emerging of different styles and sounds. You know, whether it's the new sample packs or the latest guitars or the latest social platform. That dictates everything. Doing, doesn't we, we
2: started doing this because we didn't look up to anyone like we we don't look up to anyone who looked like us growing up. So you know, whoever we inspire from this, who's like a young girl wanting to pick up an instrument, that's amazing. You know.
1: Mm-mm-mm. How long have you been playing for?
2: What well, as a band?
1: No, individually. Like how long? How long you guys been playing instruments? And you know, was it a school thing? Was it like? You you always wanted to be in a band?
2: No, I always wanted to be yeah, a musician in a band. Because I started playing bass when I was like twelve, so probably like ten years now. Um so yeah, a long time.
1: Wow. Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Amy? I
0: always originally started off as just vocals. Um and then Georgia's dad was kind of like, look, you need to be able to communicate your musical ideas and you're not, you know, because I was always having, to, before I met Georgia, well, I was I did know Georgia. We was in the same household, but we weren't actually in a band at the time. And he, I was always looking for like guitarists or someone to help me out. Mm. And he, you know, and then it was he was just like, just learn yourself, you know. Mm. So that came a bit later. Um, I just remember... I've obviously been playing, I don't know, probably for like, I don't
2: know,
0: since I started the band, that's how long I've been playing properly. when I, By the time i practised enough, I was ready to be able to play with Georgia. Not as good at the
2: time.
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I feel like,
0: that. Okay, I'm, let's do this band. I've, I've got this under my belt
2: now, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, um, I would but say yeah. that's pretty cool because you literally play the instrument to, to match the music you're doing
2: oh right? yeah
0: yeah and then you learn along the way and then it's fine but um and i think it, learning that way is
2: like because you don't you just put whatever musical creativity you want the guitar to sound like and i think that was like a kind of important way for us to form the nova sound because i didn't like grow up listening to bass players playing like bunk bass or mm. slap bass or anything i just literally just thought okay i want to play bass because it sounds cool and like heavy like synth bass songs so i just thought okay let me like find my own way of playing it to create that instead of like going down like a youtube wormhole
1: oh yeah
2: in like bass covers
1: yeah yeah i feel that um just going back to what we were saying before with regards to you know not taking too much influence from the You know from the the history books and just going straight in with something that you could probably merge all different genres in right yeah you can go anywhere
2: it's still important to know the history as well like my dad made sure he did show us tons of youtube clips of you know incredible bass players and guitarists and artists so you still have you know history and context it's so important to to know
1: so in regards to your pop so was he in a band? Was 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 he in a band or or a group, or was he just like a big kind of music enthusiast?
2: He's a he's a musician, yeah. So his whole career, he's done music. You know,
1: awesome.
2: so he he taught um, us both how to play. And then we just kind of went off and made crazy Nova sounds with that information.
1: That's great. Like mentor, you're the mentor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Your cool. mum and dad are
0: really uh, yeah. they're both musical, so. They both were just literally like, well, you know, they're the ones who told us not to look too much to other people and figure out what you want to do and what you like kind of thing. So if it was a bit weird and a bit wacky, it was encouraged, even Mm -hmm. if it didn't quite make sense at the early days. It was like, yeah, keep going with that, even if it sounded like nuts. (laughs) It was just like, yeah, great. You're on the right track. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Yeah yeah we didn't know any different we were just like cool that must mean you know because we trust them completely and we just thought cool that must mean it sounds good right
1: <laughs> well yeah um, because you're just getting the okay sign every time you yeah. just <laughs> Sometimes it
0: sounds nuts, but from that creativity and the the chaos around it in the best way possible and then we grew and then kind of honed in our sound that way and then was like this is actually what we're trying to do somewhere in the middle here around all this that we're creating which was it's, again it's fun and that's why we always say it's important for new bands to be able to have the time to develop and choose what they want to do before they get involved with like A&Ring so early because yeah. it can steer you down a path you never ever saw yourself going down and sometimes can result in um you being unhappy and then when you kind of suppress creatives I feel like it can also cause like depression and things like that so I always feel like creatives need to do what they Mm. want to do let them be
1: (laughs) yeah yeah for sure because if you've got too many like imposters coming into the room early to Um, it goes wrong it goes wrong especially if
0: you're really young
1: Yes, yeah, I you find
2: yourself because then you can filter out what's even good advice or
1: bad advice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, because you're not able to filter that through. Yeah. I I always find, like, when, I've, when I when first hear a band, that the thing that you gravitate to the, the quickest is the, the energy. Like, you can have, like, the shittest production ever. It doesn't matter. Because if the energy's, like, on point, like, you're just grabbed by the... the you know the intensity of that that's what you get out of like i feel like that's what you get the best out of new bands they're just like yeah let's go yeah (laughs) let's do it it's
0: true when you hear sometimes you can hear like a gem and like um we did um this our voices for the unheard show where we try and shine light on like up and coming new like heavy music and so we got sent like over 200 people sent us their demos and some were like so rough but amazing you can yeah. just hear their that that energy you're talking about we were like that's what it's about that's they're the sometimes over the more produced people sometimes so that's amazing you know and you know that they're going to grow into whatever they need to be but um yeah you can definitely hear it. a good song and a good energy doesn't matter how much the production's worth you hear it regardless
1: that's sick mm-hmm. so what was this what was this event then what was it a competition?
2: We basically did, we hosted a radio show on Represent Radio and we did like a uh, Voices for the Unheard Takeover where we chose a spotlight artist so we, we got can't. everyone to send in their songs um, so we could spin them on the radio and yeah wow. we covered so many like cool like new bands which was sick.
1: That's sick and on Represent as well that's so sick.
2: It was so fun. <laughs> Listen
0: to everyone. It took ages because obviously you go through every song, like, over 200 songs. we were like, yeah, wow, it was up like 2 a.m. in bed, like <laughs> I was pumping. We got pumped at like two. We was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we found them there at like
2: 2 a.m. We were just like on the bed, like yeah, yeah, especially
0: when you find a good one. We're like, yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's the
1: shit. <laughs> also, any any names that? I mean, this is the pressure one. This is the pressure question. Any names that stick out out of the 200? We were just like, yo, these guys though, like they should be. They should be clear already.
2: So, well, um, we picked was Toki Horror, He was really, really cool. They're like, um, it kind of sounds like electronic, but we kind of mix up electronic, punk. It was just a fuse of trying to sound like drum and bass at one point. Mm, they was were re- cool. There was another band, what are they called, like, um, Arc-
0: Arc something
2: that we
0: shared them as well. I've got the name written down. It's Like no, I remember he was talking about.
1: Um, Arc something. Let me see. We're good to. Here we go. We're going into the. We're going into the files. The files. <laughs> we're
0: going to files. The files. <laughs> the files is getting deep right now. I'm trying
1: to look into need to find. Me. Oh, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> we well, will interrupt this with a show.
0: Played um, Zaria was really cool. We played her. Oh, with- yeah.
2: K- kxho H O five is sick.
1: Damn! See, Damn. these are names, people. If you ain't getting to know, then you better get yeah. Get your Instagrams at the ready and get these followings because uh, you know it's the Oh, key. it's so annoying. We
0: literally it might be on George's laptop or one of our laptops. We literally wrote down everyone that kind of um yeah. So I'm literally on my laptop now, trying to be like, who are these bands? Because we need to like love it's to give them up.
1: Need to big them up. We need to big up the new new bands, man.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure. In the meantime, though, while you are listening, you, you are looking around and searching. Um, oh.
0: um, band- Pom Pom Squad, The Canvas, they were really, that really great. The that was the, the canvas we really, really loved. Really, really great. Um, uh, and there was like Here Lies Lucy, Medway, Arcs, um, um, Argo Bria, oh. Miss Anzel Beefy Wink, um jesus we, we wrote the ones that we loved um cherry and the fever dreams voice of oh um pipeline right girl darko there we go
1: <laughs> yeah. like these are this, this isn't just like this is like it sounds like a whole john like a whole new genre just like of nothing but new yeah it's
0: all
2: n- new and there's loads oh, there's and crawlers curls the canvas
0: collective crazy yeah, there was yeah so we just had to i know it took us a while to get there but she no, right. wrote the ones We was thinking these are all like incredible like if we come up with a place or something we need to add these and i think that's what it's about people just i don't know just sharing the love
1: Yeah, you gotta <laughs> share the love gotta get it out there the you, love. Know you gotta share the love and you know in in a world that's like, especially in the UK, which is predominantly grime driven, you know, it's, it's like the, the narrative of the of the, the decade, you know, the outlets for for a lot of these bands to come through, they, they can be quite limiting. And it's great. they represent and you guys have just literally just shone a light on some of the, these names alone. It's like, yo, this is, it makes me want, I'm going to go be checking them out. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to check them out. You know, it's great. Yeah, exactly. We hope
0: that's, you know, what people get from it, at least, you know, it's
1: good. Yeah, it's good. So, <laughs> all by the Sounds. I mean, we've already kind of talked about this before we went live. Um, you guys just hang out together all the time, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was supposed to be there now, but I forgot. I forgot, and I wasn't even ready. So I was like, "Shit, I have got ten minutes to kind of get dressed." And I need to get to George's after this because we're just doing some we're stuff like, around the corner
2: from yeah. each other, which is very—it's actually
0: like a one-minute
2: drive. <laughs> I
1: thought I or a thought this ten was
2: ten-minute t- walk. <laughs>
1: When you said, yeah, all right. So, so this is just a kind of like, because we can, we're going to go separate on Zoom. This <laughs> is like one of those ones. we
2: <laughs> be up after this
1: anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you're going to come back and say, how was that for you? Was it good? Yeah, it was good. How do I look in the cameras? All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you guys have any arguments? Is there any like, I mean, you don't seem like the kind of, you know, duo to be like arguing about, you know, the yellows or the blue M&Ms, you know what I mean? But seriously... If you guys always together. What's the biggest arguments you've ever had? We've
0: actually never argue. argued. No, we can like disagree that. on something, but we never argue. We never argued.
1: Mm.
2: Never.
0: Touch what's the what's the, yeah,
1: yeah, touch wood, touch. what's the what's the what's the main dispute about things? What whether the snares too high or something? <laughs>
0: It would be the oh, okay. red or yellow m ms It would be like, I'm thinking more blue. And one would be like, I'm thinking more green. I'd be like, mm, well, let's just choose red. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Literally. Come or if we're hungry,
0: conference. sometimes we can go a bit weird, but that's all right. That's just not
1: it. Mm. Hang- hangry, you get hangry. We get hanged. Yeah. So, what's the day in life funny. then? So, if you guys are living 10 minutes down the road, what's the what's day in the life of the Nova twins from when you wake up? What's the policy? How's it start? How's it end? Eat
0: breakfast.
1: What do you have for breakfast? <laughs> right
0: now, as you
1: can
0: see, I'm halfway. I know I need
1: to, to,
2: to
1: stop some. So hey, don't you be getting a rock and roll on me, Amy. <laughs> I've got a bit of weight
0: <laughs> of <laughs> But on a splash of day, it'll be egg and beans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been loving the egg and bagel
2: mushroom.
1: Oh, she, you're
2: doing
1: egg you and been bagel? Or a
2: rap. Oh. Making me smoke. So doing the
1: bagel. Eat, okay, eat. So, so from there. And then we
2: meet up.
0: Mm-hmm. We meet up, and then we take over George's living room with our pedal boards, guitars, and um, setups, laptops, literally just all that shit everywhere. And then we just write. And we, we write,
2: you know, chat, write
0: chat,
2: chat eat, <laughs> eat. Chat
1: some more it's like write, chat, eat, repeat all day. It's just like chat, 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 write, write, eat, <laughs> chat, write, <laughs> That's amazing. It, that's amazing. Not very rock and roll, but that's what we do. Uh, actually, I beg to differ because you guys, being bohe- as bohemian as that that could possibly be at a time, you're literally living everyone's dream of like day-to-day creative uh cultivating that word again cultivating <laughs> do you know what I mean not a lot of people can well, say they do that
2: we are lucky
0: yeah well, I think we just make it work you know like it's obviously difficult when you're and kind of new well we're not a new band but we're not a huge band so it doesn't mean we've got I think sometimes some people assume like sometimes like we've got some record deal and we've got all this, but we don't. So we're in it. We're an independent band. We're a part mm. of the free, free free Collective, but we don't have a, like a major deal or anything. So we kind of, I think we just rather be creative
2: mm.
0: as much as we can. And mm. if we have to not have this one week that we won't have it so we can be creative. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do. Or we, we just kind of, I don't know. We'll make <laughs> our videos with our friends, or yeah. I
2: think we spend like so much budget on like, our outfits and stuff. And in reality, we're up to like five AM sewing so, for like this event we have to go to. When they probably think, I oh, don't know, we've spent loads on it. <laughs> we're just, like... Yeah,
0: because we so get it's... comments sometimes, haven't we? Like, oh, flashy yeah. video and stuff like that. We're, like, oh wow, that video you just commented would cost like four hundred pounds or three hundred pounds. Not even that. Do you know what I mean? And that was because. It's not people assume things about bands, but they don't actually know that what bands have to put in before mm. they even make a penny. So
1: um, I feel that. Yeah. Do you think there's a? Do you think that's a stereotype that the bigger your, your name as an as an act gets, the more expectations people have that you are being pumped by something or that you should be entitled to this or another? And I don't know. People's expectations are a little bit wide, aren't they? often mm. where's that stereotype come from because it does exist it's kind of like the brian harvey effect Do you know what i mean it's like
0: i think people believe in like hype and uh, um, a kind of amount that to success and stuff like that but it's not i think everyone puts their best foot forward online but the reality behind the scenes is not you know Mm. what it is yes you have your highs of course and you appreciate them when they come but you have your lows too but no one's really some acts do i'm not gonna say that Mm. no one does because some acts just show it all you know but you will everyone's dealing with their own shit you know and we're all kind of making it work especially in lockdown when we no live bands can gig and a lot of us make our money that way or make us enough money to be able to keep going so since that's gone i think for a lot of bands it's been really detrimental and I don't know it's um it's
1: funny yeah I think it's see. it's changing the whole thing it's changing the whole game I think there's a there's a um level playing field that everybody's working on now and the the sooner you c- people artists acts connect to their audience even closer now that we're all on the ground level you know they'll I think there will be become an appreciation of of how much an artist has to work like you say sewing and putting details into all of your outfits you know that 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 harks back from years and years and years ago but but people just presume that when you're wearing something so blingy on, on fashion on point that you've had the money to get it done rather than it's you doing it
0: yeah you do get a lot of assumptions but it's cool
2: you know I kind of show people that you can just do it like our playfair outfits we just found loads of curtain rails
1: yeah, that's such a great video as well. When you <laughs> mention when you thought about when you said about the expense of a video, I immediately thought of play fair and I also thought about this <laughs> session drummer sec- scenario. And I thought to myself, yeah, man, like that that whole thing must have just been one big creative clusterfuck. <laughs> well,
0: it was. Yeah. You know, it's people again assume, but you know, we're very lucky to have Harry. Um, who um produced um who made the video and done all the effects but that's awesome it, yeah. you know it's a it's a friendship there and you know he obviously that's just someone two creatives working with another creative you know and that's it you know
1: yeah i don't think people what... i don't think people get uh the the whole when you watch a video it just comes and goes in two minute 30. And you don't realise the devil in a detail like to the, to the wire. It's it, mm. it's un, to reverse engineer it and try and explain it. You'd probably be boring people, but you'd also be complaining. So it's not that because you really love doing it, but when you really break it down, how much it takes to make a music video like mm-hmm. that, it's crazy. Yeah,
0: and same with albums as well. Like bands will spend so long making their albums, and then
1: once it's out it's done it's like wow yeah 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 <laughs> cookie cut out cookie cut it's, it's a crazy time right now and the labour in you, you have to work is it, it's almost like quadrupled mm, it is it's a strange world but you gotta kind of you know keep, keep
2: moving
0: <laughs>
1: what's the future girls what's the future so you're gonna be writing a lot more um, play obviously is out it's out I'm making it happen um, what else is going on what else is, what else is good
2: um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean it's hard to look to next year because obviously we're praying that we can tour this new vaccine's like floating around so hopefully that's actually a real thing
1: um, mm. so yeah, what, uh, yeah. keep yeah. on creating that's the ticket right
0: yeah, and enjoy the time while we can. No one in, in our whole entire lifetime, this has never happened. And if you can find some positives out of it, you know, enjoy it while it lasts, because before, you know, you just won't be seeing your family as much, you'll be on the road in the small but van.
2: They're being furloughed like, oh, I've got a month off. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like holidays everywhere. It's so true. It. It's... Tr- it, it, it's- nothing to complain about and everything to look forward to that's the sentiment isn't it yeah
0: yeah for now For
1: now. for now (laughs) ladies thank you so much i want to love you and leave you let you get on to uh yeah get yourselves back into creative mode thank you so much for joining me on the show i know the guys out there appreciating as well you superstars
0: thank you for having us
1: my pleasure you girls stay lucky (laughs) <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Killer Keller podcast coming in live and effect. Big shout out to Nova Twins. And uh, yeah, share, sharing is caring. You know the deal. Stay lucky, people. Don't talk to any strange ones. Peace.